Hi everybody, welcome to self-improvement. This is Vivian Tran and I'm so grateful you're tuning in with me today. Our goal to this show is to introduce people to you and different techniques that will help you to achieve a happy life. Today guest we have Sue McLaren. She is also known as Sue Louise. Sue is a makeup artist, educator and a business coach based in Brisbane, Australia. Sue is a successful businesswoman and a mother of two teenage boys. I have invited Sue to share her story to inspire other working mothers that we can still be a mother and still follow our dream jobs. She explained in the interview how meditations and mindfulness activities has helped her to manage everyday stress and improve her relationship with the children. Going through some tough times, Sue realized that by changing her mindset, it has reduced her stress level, have inner peace, which then helped her mind to be clear and able to move towards her goals in her personal life and career. My name is Sue McLaurin. I have been a makeup artist for almost 18 years now um, and also an educator for the last seven, well, actually it's a little bit longer because I mentored you in 2010, yeah. didn't I? So that's like a long time ago. So that was before I actually started teaching formally in, uh, in a college. Um, and I now have my own business where I provide real life advice to freelance makeup artists and hairstylists in how to get ahead in their business. So I'm really coming at it from business and marketing strategy, but a big part of success as well is mindset. So Tony Robbins says that mindset or psychology is um, accounted for 80% of your success. So whether it is quite 80%, whatever the percentages are, I don't know, but I believe at least 50% of your success depends on what's going on in your head. So your mindset and your psychology. So you can have, it doesn't matter if you're a makeup artist or if you're a photographer or if you're a plumber or an airline pilot or whatever you do um, as your vocation, as your passion, your work. Um, you know, I think that it's really important to, you can have all the skills in the world, but if your psychology and your mindset isn't right, you're not going to be successful. So I've been really interested in this idea and, and these ideas of success and why some people are successful and why other people are not. Um, I've been really interested in that for about 10 years now. And particularly when I was teaching, I would see students come through who were incredibly talented and they did beautiful makeup, but you know, they left the course and they never did anything with it. They, where are they now? I don't even know. They're still working in the same crappy job they were working in before the course. And other people who probably struggle with the technical side of things go on to be very, very successful. So I've, I've been really interested in that for a while and it really does come down to that six inches between your ears, as they call it. So what's going on in your mind? So my personal journey with that, it's 
a, a really long story and I won't go into it here, but I went through a very traumatic life event about seven or eight years ago now. And, um, and I really had to, in getting through that trauma, I really had to go deep into who I am as a person and what was really important to me and my values and really get to know myself very well. Um, and so through that kind of period of self-discovery, um, I discovered meditation through there. And it actually, I didn't really start meditating at first, but I did start to really get in touch with my inner being. Um, and I think, and I have meditated off and on using different apps a little bit over probably four or five years now. And then two years ago, actually two years ago, next weekend, um, I went and did the Tony Robbins Unleash the Power Within. And uh, that's a, I think it's like a four day weekend. You're not someone where you get to walk on the hot coals and all that cool stuff. And obviously, you know, when you think about doing something like that, um, that's all in your mind, you know, because physically, how can you step on hot coals and not get burned? So, but it, that just proves that power of the mind and how you can face a fear. And one of the things that we came away from that weekend with was this idea of setting up a morning routine. And Tony Robbins calls it priming. Um, and so we kind of initially, then my partner and I went, we initially started doing that priming, um, which is, you know, it's kind of meditation and, and a few other bits and pieces thrown in. But from there, I guess I grew into, okay, I'm ready to now actually start really doing meditating as part of this morning routine that I was setting up. So, you know, now it's probably about the first hour of my day. Like I'm a huge believer, like what does everybody do? The first thing they wake up in the morning, they grab this, they grab their phones and they check their emails and they scroll through their social media. And so straight away, we are like plugging into all this external stimulus and we're kind of forgetting about our internal selves. And I think it's really important to connect with our own person, with our internal self. So I have a rule now that I don't touch my phone, but it's about the first hour in the morning. Well, I do touch it, but um, it's actually to use it as a timer. So, but I have it set on airplane, so I don't get any notifications. I don't check any emails or anything like that. So kind of as I was going through this, this idea of meditation kept popping up. So I started to explore a couple of different apps. And the one I really settled on was called Insight Timer. Um, and it's, that's like, it's a very, very popular app. It's a free app. And they have thousands and thousands of guided meditations on there. So I started out doing guided meditation because I would sit there and, you know, my thoughts would wander. And it took a long time. Years ago, but that's when you started. So it's about two years ago. Yeah. 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 It's kind of doing it on and off. Um, you know, my thoughts would wander if I just sat and tried to do it on my own. So I found guided meditations were really, really helpful. And I probably did guided for about a year. And there are a couple of different teachers that I listened to a lot. And I would just do like 10 to 15 minute little guided meditations. Um, that kind of I found would talk me through the process. Now, the thing I really found with meditation and the, 
one, if there's one point I can get across to everyone is it's a practice. So it's not something that anyone just sits down and, mm, and all of a sudden they're a Zen master. You know, people can do this for years and it's always still a practice. You're always still evolving. Um, and so that's, you know, something that I found as well. Some, and even now, some days are a real struggle and I can't kind of get into it. And other days I just kind of slide right into it really easily. Probably, um, so at the beginning of this year, I set myself an intention that I was going to meditate for at least 10 minutes every morning. So first thing every morning. So it's actually not first thing because I get up, I put the kettle on, I unpack the dishwasher while the kettle's boiling, I make my tea, um, I drink black tea, so it takes a while to cool down. And then I go and sit and now I do between 10 to 15 minutes um, and I do that just a silent meditation now because I got to the point where I found the guided was a little bit distracting. So, you know, it definitely helped me in the beginning, but now I like to um, have that quiet time. And for me, I just found by really regulating my breathing. So I try and um, breathe as deeply as I can into my belly and just focusing on that breath. And of course, my thoughts wander and everybody's thoughts wander. And it's totally normal, but it's just catching yourself when your thoughts wander and coming back to the breath. Um, so yeah, that's, I guess, been my journey. Um, and I think I've missed like two or three days this year. And that's been when I've been away and, you know, it's just kind of out of my normal routine. What I've found, um, so, you know, meditation being the first part of this morning routine, I also incorporate gratitude into that. So I like write down some of the things that I'm grateful for, setting intentions, and just kind of, I find that it really helps to get me set up for the day. Um, and that's been the hugest gift to me. It is that time where I, it's my time where I get to check in with myself. And now you mentioned before about being a mum. So I guess I'm fortunate in that my kids are a bit older. Uh, so I have two boys and they're both teenagers now. But they have learned that if they see me, and normally I sit out, I like to sit outside when it's warm enough. Um, if they see me sitting cross-legged with my eyes closed, mummy's meditating, it's only going to be a few minutes, we just need to be patient. So, you know, obviously, if you've only got toddlers, that can be a little bit difficult because they don't really understand that concept of time. But it's just about letting your kids know that this is mummy's time and it is important and I will be with you as soon as I can. So I think, you know, kids like to have boundaries and just explaining why it's important to your children. Age appropriate, obviously. Um, and, you know, they will get to learn that it is an important thing. The other benefit to my children is that I have a lot more patience with them. You know, it takes a lot, like I think back to the person I was six or seven years ago and I would snap like that and I would fly off the handle. Now, that might be because they were kind of, you know, seven, eight, ten years old then and they were a little bit more annoying and, you know, they kind of can take care of themselves a lot more now. But I don't, and not even with the kids, but just with everything in life, I don't tend to snap, lose my temper. And when I do now, I kind of catch myself going, oh, what's going on here? You know, this isn't me. I'm not that, yeah, I'm not that stressed, wound up person anymore. Um, I'm a lot calmer and I can kind of catch myself and come back to centre. So 
you know, I think that has been a massive benefit for me as well. Because I know in the past where you do a lot of exercise as well, did you mm. find that while you're exercising, it's quite you found it peaceful as well? Because you went by yourself, you went bike riding before. Um, so exercising is an interesting one. Yeah. So depending on the type of exercise, but you're right. I've I've um. So if I'm if I'm running or walking or you know just riding a bike on a bike path then I just, I kind of get lost in my thoughts when I do that. And it can be quite meditative. You know, that I find those times are really good for me to focus on my goals and my intentions and what I'm doing. And I often find like, I'll be out on my bike and I'll come up with a really good idea for a blog post or something like that. And it's like, oh, damn it, now I have to stop and get out my phone and, you know, take some notes and that sort of thing. Um, other types of exercise that I do, like I'm a mountain biker and a kite surfer. So when I'm doing those, that's the sort of exercise where you do need to be quite focused on what you're doing. You know, if you're mountain biking, you're going down a winding trail and there's lots of obstacles. And even like when I'm kite surfing, like I'll be going along and if I'm not focusing on what I'm doing, I just kind of trip over the next little wave or something and, and fall off. So. Mindfulness that time, you've been in the moment. So yeah, 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 exactly. Yes, I want people to hear because when people do research on the internet, there's so many different types of meditation and they get confused. So, you know, like yeah. to be mindful and be just like relaxed and happy, they could do, you know, like an exercise like yoga or, you know, walking or bike riding, stuff like that. Mm. Really want to go deep in and, you know, want to know themselves and want to help with anxiety or, you know, depression or get more to it, um, you know, they need to do the meditations that's, you know, will be, like you said before, where you can sit still and be in the moment. But to get yeah. to the stage, they might need help before that, you know, with guided or, you know, with, whatever, mm. you know, hypnosis and stuff like that. But people need to know that it's, it's okay to do all that first and then slowly you can get to the other stage because, if you just yeah. straight with the, you know, no music, it can be really hard. And after a few days, they give up. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. people just do yoga. They only they think, oh yeah, I'm doing yoga. It's a meditation. But then I'm still have anxiety so bad. And then mm. that's one form of it. But you need to practice yourself into be able to do in silence. Because in that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have someone who talks about that more into that as well. But um. Yes, yeah, so it's great that you share, you know, a bit of everything that you do that you, yeah. Mm. And I think that's a really important point too. It's that progression because, you know, it's like nobody becomes fat overnight or unless someone has a traumatic event, nobody develops anxiety overnight. You know, it's a, it's a buildup of eating too much and not exercising will make you fat or um, a buildup of constant stress, which leads to depression and anxiety. Um, as I said, unless, you know, there has been a, a, a catalyst, so a traumatic event. And it's the same, you know, you can't, you can't lose 50 kilos overnight, you know, it's, and I like to use that as an analogy for a lot of things, because most people can understand that, you know, if you want to lose a whole lot of weight, how do you do it? Little bit by little bit, you know, just kind of losing a little, and it's the same with, this process of learning to meditate, I think, and, and becoming more centered. And, um, you know, the first day, 
the first week, the first month, you're not going to see many results. But what you're doing is you're just building and it's that, that slight edge of just that compounding effort of, um, sorry, the compounding effect of just taking those little actions every day by doing a little bit every day builds over time. So, you know, um, yeah, it's very easy to give up on something like this in the beginning, just as it is on dieting or going to the gym. You know, if you go to the gym and like a week later, you don't see any significant change, it's, it's easy to give up then, but it's important to keep going because you're building those foundations. Definitely, yeah. Even learning or any, any type of learning as well is the same thing. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And that's why I'm doing all these interviews so people can see you know, many people from different areas of, you know, work, life, mums, you know, even men's as well. And, you know, how they use it, how they incorporate it into their life. Because I've come across um, people who said that they, they, they do meditations, but then when life gets hectic, they actually stop. And, then, and that's when you need it the most. Yes, yes. But then so that's why I want to do this video to see, you know, let you people see that there is people out there who's working, having business, having, you know, have to be a mum, have to do everything, um, not just being a mum only, you know, but run your own business and doing social media, everything. But you still yeah. have to find time for yourself. And it's absolutely, um, you know, even like you said, 10 minutes, that's, you know, that's enough. You know, it's better than you're not doing it at all. You don't need to sit mm. down for an hour or you don't need to wake up at 4 a.m., you know, stuff like, you know, 5 a.m., stuff like that. But, um, yeah, it's just open people up to, you know, see that there are people out there, you know, doing doing it and um, their lifestyle might be similar to them as well. They might be, you know, makeup artists, having kids and doing, you know, the stuff you're doing. So mm. doing it, then why aren't they doing it themselves as well, you know? Yeah. 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 And I think a, a lot of people too, there's a little bit of that perception out there in society that, oh, meditation, that's for, you know, like weirdo hippies and, you know, it's, it's, but it's actually not religious. Yeah, exactly. What I found really interesting is, um, you know, as part of my journey, as I've been reading and learning is how many of the most successful people, like I'm talking billionaires and really successful business people and, and leaders in industry and sports people and all these sort of people use meditation and visualization and all these sort of techniques. And it's, a, it's such an important part of their life. You know, I, I'm trying to remember who it was, but I saw an interview with someone and he, it was a billionaire a while ago. And he was asked, you know, what is the one thing that you believe is the key to your success and without a stop he said meditation I meditate every day yeah. um, and you know it means something different to everybody but I think it's like taking that time to just be yeah yeah because you so, have so many yeah. ideas you're so busy you know once you head to the office things are bam 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 everyone wants you you have so many meetings so that's the only time they can be you know, and they, they can sit for themselves, be in the moment for themselves. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Before you let the whole rest of the world yeah, in. Mm. It's their life. They might even be working seven days a week, you know, so because it's their own yeah. as well. So, it's yeah, I think it's very important. And people um, are more aware of it now as well. There's more people trying it or there's people hear about it more but not trying it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yes, I think it's 
Wonderful. Thank you so much, Sue. You are so welcome. Thank you everybody for tuning in today. Before we finish, I have a few things to say relating to the talks today. Changing mindset and behavior isn't easy. Being happy and successful is something we all inspire to. Even when it seems impossible to look on the bright side of things, it's actually 100% in our power to transform the way we see life. At any given time you have a negative thought, you can ask yourself some of this question to mentally question your negative thought to change your focus. Is this thought in any way useful or helpful? Is it the truth? Is this a fact or just my opinion? Could I be wrong? What evidence is there to support my thinking? How can I use this experience to better my life? Or how can I make the best of the situations? Am I avoiding something that needs addressing? When I felt this before, what did I think to change my viewpoint? Am I predicting the future instead of experiencing it? They will also help you to take constructive actions and move towards living a more meaningful life. To finish off, I would like to wish everyone happiness and good health. I like to leave you with a nice quote. Keep your thoughts positive because your thoughts become your words. Keep your words positive because your words become your behavior. Keep your behavior positive because your behavior become your habit. Keep your habit positive because your habits become your value. Keep your value positive because your value become your destiny.